Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. and gentlemen i am your host blake rafino this is are you serious sports i hope all of you are making it a good one i know that we are as well huge show in store for you tonight so listen we have been doing this for some time now literally i mean 812 episodes into it probably more like a thousand since we started back been doing this podcasting video game for a while now and I got to admit that if somebody in who's done this for a thousand episodes, seven years worth of doing this, comes out and tells you, six years of doing this, someone comes out and tells you, hey man, this Lane Kiffin story <clears throat> that we are going to play here tonight, some of the audio that was released, um is about to go viral, you would think, oh, yeah, he's probably right. He's probably right. Regardless, regardless, if I didn't even take anybody's side, I'd have said, yep, that's going viral. (laughs) Ole Miss fans who cannot read, they get uh, their bachelor's in crayon. I probably shouldn't say that because I have multiple family members that got their bachelor's and master's from Ole Miss. I probably shouldn't say that. It's more of a joke. But nevertheless, we will talk about this Lane Kiffin story and let you listen to it. There was a player that was dismissed because of mental health, or not really because of mental health, but because he didn't show up for a couple of weeks. He got dismissed. He claimed mental health issues. Um, What do I think about it? What I did not see coming is people getting mad at me because I said, yep, that's going viral. I mean, literally just said, yep, that's going viral. Literally. It's basically what I was talking about. We'll listen to it. And what is your opinion? Put it inside the chat. Did you hear the Lane Kiffin story? What do you think about what Lane Kiffin had to say to his player? Now, I will admit, I've had coaches tell me far (laughs) (laughs) I've had them call me far less than what this young man or far more, excuse me, not far less. I've been called far more worse things than what Lane Kevin called this young man. But the problem is, is you're dealing with something that you might not know to be true. 
So we'll talk about it. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I'll let you listen to it. And because I was bamboozled by so many freaking people um, and them getting mad at it, um, we're going to talk about it, but not long. Because we have keys to victory here tonight. <sighs> what are my five keys to victory? Do it every Thursday. Um, one of them, as we put into our handy-dandy notes here, um, one of them listen, is not even a, a X's and O's thing. And I barely do that. Mainly when we talk about keys to victory, it's all X's and O's, all what I think that they need to do to win. The number one point tonight will have nothing to do with that. It's all about your pride. It's all about want to. It's all about do you care enough to want to go out there and show something. We'll 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 dive in all five of them. But guess who's back? Back again. Shady's back. Tell a friend. No, actually, that's probably what Jaden Daniels was playing today. As Brian Kelly met with the media and kind of made a joke, said that he could read everybody's minds on the status. Dude, it's what we talked about last night. This kid's a warrior. Like you can have had all of the takes that you've had about Jaden Daniels over there the last two years. None of them, none of them can be, should be, or will ever be that number one, that he does not care about this place. Okay. Number two, that he doesn't care about his teammates. And number three is on pace to do something glorious, right? Even if Jaden doesn't win the Heisman, and he's just invited. That is monumental. Monumental for himself, for his family, for the school, for the fans. Him being back is a big deal. We'll obviously talk about that too as well. <clears throat> um, we'll give a little uh, basketball preview, and, and we'll talk a little bit about what Brian Kelly said. Uh, the women face Queens tonight as they're going to be looking back to rebound uh, against um, or rebounding after pause and not pause, but pun intended after they couldn't do that a lot or well enough against Colorado a couple of days ago. So yeah, we'll talk about that as well. All right. And as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, hashtag ask Blake fire inside your questions. Uh, real Edo, Blake, my homie, they be okay. Just, uh, they just haters. Forget them. That's true. Real, real Edo. That's true. They're crazy, man. They're, they're crazy. Jerry Winton said, what did uh, Lane say? We'll play that right out of the break. Um, we'll play it. I'll let you listen to it. Um, uh, but yeah, man, they came after your boy. They came after you boy. Just, uh, just for no reason. Lucy B says, I don't know what baby Kiffin said down here in Savannah, but said, but we in here, Savannah, Georgia, representing the 912. Yeah, where are you listening uh, to us from tonight? Where are you listening to us from tonight? Pause up. Martin, YouTube, got to side with Lane on this when he says, can't despair or disappear, excuse me, and then come back without explanation. The only thing that I would say about that, um, Paul Sub, is he did notify. In the letter or in the court documents that the coaches testified to, I'm going to read it off here, They uh, he advised his position coach in February, February the 24th, that he had advised the schools, or school that he had been dealing with mental health issues, Okay. Then in, on March the 1st, Kiffin said that he wanted to see him. He did not respond, and then two weeks. So it was more than actually two weeks. Um, they and, and apparently in, the, um, in there, the kid said that he needed to take a little break. So, uh, look, I, I, I don't know. Look, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to give you my thoughts on what happened, what I, what I know. Like, I, I'm not disagreeing with Lane. Right, I don't think what he did was wrong, but <clears throat> I think that both sides have a little blame on this one, just a little. But I don't, I really don't think Lane's wrong. 
dude, most of you, I would assume, right? Like most of you are working class Americans or you own your own business. If you don't show up for two weeks, you're going to get fired or you're not going to make any money if you own your own business, right? You can't do that. Guys, if I took off on this show for two weeks, <laughs> I mean, what would happen? What would happen? So you can't, you can't do that. I, I mean, the kid apparently did communicate to his position coach, but the head coach wanted to see him, and yeah. Aaron Miller says we'd miss you for one. I appreciate that, Aaron. I appreciate that. I'm sure my wife would 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 say otherwise. Um, <laughs> Mark says, "G uh, or I don't know how to say that." He's in North Carolina. <laughs> Good to have you in here, Mark. Uh, Chris Lomax says, "Covington, Tennessee." Good to have you here with us uh, from the 901. Okay, the 901 is in the building. Uh, Brennan Huff says, we'd be all right if you took off two weeks. <laughs> That's not right. That's not right, man. I love his uh, – every time uh, Brennan comes in here, for those who are on the podcast, his avatar is a a logo that says boats and hose. You're all right with me if you got that. Uh, Jason says, 337 in the building. Good to have you in here. G Vegas. Okay. I was going to say that, but uh, – you know, didn't, didn't know. Joe Young says he is in Maine, but originally Top Sham from Top Sham, Maine, originally from the 337. Good to have you all in here. We don't have really a lot of time to waste. We got keys to victory. I'll give you my five. Rafino's rants. Brian Kelly gives his last update. Logan Diggs may be out. We'll talk about that as well. The significance. Maybe we see 2-8. A little bit more. We're going to need to. I am just being honest. I don't know that I want to see more John Emery. I kind of want to see less John Emery, more of number 28. Now, the key here is Logan Diggs is is massive in pass protection, right? And so with Jaden coming back from a concussion, eh, I don't like that. Especially when I mean from John Emery, he is not good at picking up the blitz. So, hopefully they're able to to fix this one and, and look if you don't have the remote stuff down like Jaden's gonna have to tell like if Caleb Jackson's in the game where to go like hey man take take this guy and I think Caleb Jackson can uh can take that Tyler Alexander from EXP Realty guys a number two realtor in the state let me say this again look at that man the number two realtor in the state. You can't make this up. Like, a lot of people just be posing. But this man is. He says, you the GOAT. No, man. You are the GOAT. Good to have you in here, buddy. Rayville is in the building. 31831. Great. Good to have you in here, uh, J. Rome Harris. Blaine Smith says, Williams in number 28. I would think that's where they go, but what do I know? That's why I want them to go. I would assume John Emery will still get reps. All right. Speaking of Tyler Alexander, let's talk about our good friends at Bet Online and him over at EXP Realty. Let's talk about our good friends um, over at Bet Online too. Everybody, do us a favor: hit the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. Guys, if you're on YouTube, we're continuously getting you to subscribe. If you haven't done so already, do us a favor. Like, subscribe, notification bell, and we greatly appreciate you doing that. Every time you subscribe, a Tiger fan is born. I don't make the rules. It's just the truth. Like, I don't make the rules. It's just true. All right. Don't you want more Tiger fans to be born? (laughs) So about good friends over at betonline.ag, our good friend Tyler. We'll be right back. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today and use your mobile device to join 
and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. We're back. All right. So I'm going to play this for you. This is. So let me give you a little bit of background on this before we we talk about it. So Lane Kiffin um, is massively in the news today in reference to an audio uh, clip that was leaked. Now, obviously, this is coming from the player who is DeSanto Rollins from Baton Rouge, who was a defensive tackle for the Ole Miss Rebels. And just a quick backstory, this is what we know so far, is that he uh, was claiming that he needed a break from mental health issues. Lane Kiffin wanted to see him in his office. He said, you know, he just ghosted coaches. He was on scholarship. And basically... Didn't do anything for two weeks. Then finally meets up with Lane Kiffin. And what would transpire next got a lot of people, uh, a lot of people's attention. Now today, okay, I came out and said, and I quote, not a lot of people are talking about this Lane Kiffin story. I think people, a lot of people are going to start talking about it now because this is what happens. Trust me. Like, you don't have to trust me because you could say, oh, well, trust me, bro, whatever. People don't click on links and go read articles. A lot of people don't. Now, a lot of people do, okay? But majority of people on social media aren't going to go click on the link and read the story. They'll read the headline, and that's about it. Today, with this audio being leaked, and everybody can click on a video, hear what Lane Kiffin had to say, now everybody's talking about it. But yet me saying, hey, guys, this is not a lot of people are talking about it. It's about to go viral. Uh, apparently, I was pushing some kind of narrative about Lane Kiffin. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No, I just know what is going to get you clicks. Like if I would, dude, if I wanted clicks on this show, which I want to. I want to have the engagement. I want to have the views. There are so many different ways that we can title things in our shows. We could do what we need to do to get clicks and engagement. We don't do that. I'm going to give you what I think. Here it is. Let's roll. But this is what Lane Kiffin had to say today. Now, I'm going to play this entire clip for you, okay, or the clip that was shared. And I want you to give a listen to it. Here we go. If you would have come here, when you kept getting messages, the head coach wants to talk to you, and you saying, I'm not ready to talk to him. I wasn't. Well, what world do you live in? I don't see why you got to be disrespectful, honestly. Get out of here. Go. Go. You're off the team. You're done. See ya. See ya. Because I'm... See ya. Go. Go. And guess what? We can kick you off the team. So go read your f***ing rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up. When the head coach has to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks, okay, we can remove you from the team. It's called being the push. It's called hiding behind 
and not showing up to work. All right, so that's Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin, and a leaked audio in reference to what he had to say to the player, DeSanto Rollins. Here's my very quick and kind of just simple thoughts on this. All right, I don't disagree with Lane pretty much all the way through the video, okay? I do think that Lane met with counsel. I think that Lane and the AD's office got together and said, hey, what do we do with this? You know, if he's not going to show up, can we kick? Can I kick him off the team? Guys, if you don't show up to work for two weeks, they can fire you. Now, the thing about this is, is that the young man, the player, um, said that this had to do with mental health. Now, a lot of people, okay, you're either in one boat or the other when it comes to mental health, which I don't think you should be in any boat other than the right boat, which is, hey, man, like, listen, we know that you're going through something. What can we do to work through this? Now, the story is, is that Lane wanted to move the kid offensive line. He didn't want to do that. And he just left the team for a couple of weeks. Guys, I got to tell you something very quickly. You've had this happen at LSU multiple times with really good players that they walk away from the team. Coaches don't talk. They don't talk to coaches for a couple weeks. This has happened. It happened with a pretty prominent receiver a couple years ago. Okay. Or even kind of last year. I don't disagree with anything that Lane said in the beginning. I don't. It's the ending that gets me. Okay. The ending where he says basically that he's being a female body part and doesn't show up is kind of rich from a guy that bailed at Tennessee, who caused shit at Bama, who's bailed multiple places for better opportunities elsewhere. Now, that has nothing to do with mental health. Nothing. The kid documented the mental health, talked to counselors on staff, Talk to counselors on the school at the school. I just think that there is a fine line when somebody says, "I'm having I'm having severe depression. I'm having anxiety." That maybe if a if a player tells you that, okay, maybe you know where all your players live. Why don't you go to him? Why does he have to come to you? So, I, I will just say this. And my family, especially my parents, would probably not like me saying this, but it's true. Guys, when I tore my ACL, I had a, a massive depression because I, I just thought, hey, I'm never playing again. I didn't know anything about ACL injuries. And when you go through issues, mine was not a mental health, but the battle that you can face. A lot of you go through depression. I don't think I don't I don't know if the way if calling him a, a female body part at the end was called for. Now, that's me sticking up for the kid to some extent. Here's the the hard truth. Pause. But here's the hard truth. You it, it does seem like the kid was pouting because he got his position moved. He didn't want to play there, and he was angry and pouting and didn't want to go to he didn't want to play anymore and he claimed mental health thinking that that could buy him some time and be back on the team he's suing Ole Miss for 40 million dollars okay well so then you really don't care about your mental health like that's the first that's the first thing that I thought about when I saw a whenever the story was released some time ago that you're you know, it felt like a money grab. It felt like he was pouting. Here's the tough truth. Even though you need to get help, go to your coaches and tell them you need help. But I do think that both sides could have done things a little bit better. And I think Lane's going to win the case. I, I, I don't think that the kid I, – I, look, if they want to kick him off the team, that's their right. Now, does that make Lane look good and – all this kind of stuff? No. But if you've played sports, which I'm assuming that a lot of you in here have played sports before, 
just throwing this out there, you've probably been called worse than the P word. I had a coach one time at Southeastern tell me that he was going to buy a dog, name him Rafino, and kick the shit out of it every time that he got mad if I messed up any more in my life. Coaches say wild things. I think both parties are at a little bit of fault, to be honest with you. Now, the kid has to show up. Like, you can't just ghost. And I don't blame Lane for kicking him off to some extent. If that happened to me and you, we would be fired from our jobs. Everybody in America would be fired for their jobs if they did not show up for two weeks. It's just the truth. So, do I think Lane's going to win the case? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do think that that Lane's going to win the case. That's just me. But... (laughs) You know, I people in the tech comment and saying, you know, that's too funny about the dog thing. It is. It is. So, yeah. I, I mean, look, I don't know how any of that's going to end. I, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't really care. I mean, the kids from Baton Rouge. But what is suing Ole Miss for $40 million do to help you? You know what I mean? Like, what what does that do? You know, if you were not um, happy with your current situation, hit the portal. And now I'm saying, hey, man, listen, um, I appreciate my time at Ole Miss. I'm hitting the portal. And, and I got to tell you something. LSU needed defensive tackles. I don't know if the kid can play here. Like, I have no clue. But they needed depth there. You could have come home. But when shit does not go your way, you also can't pout. But where is that fine line? I don't know. If you're coming here for me to be a doctor and a mental mental health, so my look, my my sister, my oldest sister Courtney, has been in um, is a psychiatrist, a family psychiatrist. She's been in into in that I think 16, 17 years now, maybe even more. I I I can't remember. And she would tell you, I would assume I'm I'm speaking for her, so and I don't necessarily want to do that. But she will tell you that there's a fine, fine line when someone starts claiming like they're having extreme depression. So, yeah. Uh, Chris H. says, my dad started training me to box when I was eight. He talked to me worse at that age in the gym, much less when I was in my 20s. (laughs) Ha ha. Well, yeah, because in your 20s, you could beat his ass. (laughs) Ha ha ha. You know, David, was he a starter? I do not I do not believe so. I do not believe so. Mac Daddy on YouTube says, dude was looking for money. That's why he was recording it. Come on. Um, it's a very good point. It's a very good point. Why else would you record it? Now, that's what it seems like. And it seems like that the kid had somebody in his corner telling him to record it. Right? Like, I, I mean... I want, I want, <clears throat> you're in a catch 22, okay, in reference to, um, you're in a catch 22 in reference to coming out and saying, like, if I came out and said, hey, the kid has no mental health issues. Well, the kid's suing for 80, for $40 million and is ghosting people. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, it looks like his life choices aren't that, you know, right. I don't know. I, I, I look. I, I just, I just don't know. But if you thought that Lane, K- he's, well, then the kid said, "Well, you're disrespecting me." Well, no shit, he's disrespecting you. <laughs> he recruited you, and you didn't show up. He's gonna disrespect you. I hate to say it like that, but it's the truth. I mean, they're football coaches. This isn't, this isn't little league. They're not gonna hold your hand. All right. Dude was trying to be like Michael Orr. Michael Orr actually has a case, though. 
Michael Orr actually has a case because, you know, but why do it now? I think Michael Orr does need some money. That's just my opinion. But, yeah. All right. We spent way too much more time on that than I wanted to. Keys to victory. So, look, for me, okay, it's pretty simple. You go into a game against Florida, rivalry week. A lot of you are down. Speaking of, you know, (laughs) you would think the way that people are talking about this LSU football team that maybe uh, I'm not going to say that. But you're, we are all depressed when LSU does not have massive amounts of success in football. You are, I are, I am, everybody is. But every Thursday, we get five keys to victory. Nine times out of ten, actually 9.9 times out of ten, what I talk about is an X's and O things. These are things that I think that you got to implement if you're LSU to win the football game. Four of them tonight are. One of them is not. Let's start off with that. This has nothing to do with X's and O's. It has nothing to do with Brian Kelly. It has nothing to do with Matt House. It has nothing to do with Robert Steeples. It has nothing to do with Kerry Cooks. It has nothing to do with Pete Jenkins, uh, Bob Diaco, John Jancic, any defensive analyst that's on that team. What I am about to say has nothing to do with them. You throw the coaches out. This is about pride. At some point, you got to stand up. Front seven, you got to stand up. Last week, you were embarrassed. Outright embarrassed. If nobody has told you that, you were embarrassed. When are you going to make a stand? When are you going to say enough is enough? Because it's not just... Last week that this has happened, Arkansas, you got pushed around. Missouri scored 30-plus on you. Ole Miss, we just got done talking about Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. They scored 55 on you. If you could get one stop, one stop, other than the one that you got at the very end on the fourth down, if you could get one stop, multiple stops, guys, you're honestly looking at a national championship in the face. It's the truth. I am not saying that Matt, what I want to be cautious with, I'm not saying Matt House blew you a national title run or national title, but maybe a national title run that could be argued. But to guys in that front seven, all of them, I'm not, I'm not going to even name them off. You know who they are. You know what I see when I watch film? When, when are you going to do a swim move in a pass rushing scenario? When are you going to hit somebody with a quick little spin move? When are you going to hit somebody with a little dip and rip and get to the outside? When are you just going to line up and tell somebody, bitch, you're not better than me and run them flat over? Because a lot of you have ability. A lot of you have ability. To the defensive back dudes. You know what? You, six weeks ago, LSU was 121st in the country in passing yards allowed. Right now, you're in the 80s. Every single week, you've gotten better. And I will give you credit there. Right? Like it's fire Robert Staples, fire Matt House, fire Kerry Cooks, fire this guy. If that is your opinion, then so be it. I've seen the DB room get better. I saw it last week when they got better. They had a couple of blown coverages. One was a busted coverage that a running back comes out of the backfield that's not even on the secondary. 40 yards later, he's in the red zone. Harold Perkins, who's in that front seven, has a blown coverage on a wheel route. That one goes for 37, 38. So you're talking about 70 yards taken away from Jalen Milrow that's not on this DB unit. I've seen you not only on the film, on the field and statistically get better, JV and Toviano, welcome to the party, young man. This is about pride because let me tell you something. Florida is going to come in here at 630 on Saturday night while you are celebrating arguably one of, if not, they're not better than 11, but one of the best defensive teams in LSU's history that led you to a title run. They will be in the building in that celebration. 
It's time to step up and show some pride because when I – here's the truth. When I watch you play on film on the All-22 copy, I seriously have notes on notes on notes every single week when we're charting this down. And I start asking myself the question, do you care? Now, I do think that you care. I do think some of you are battling. Some of you don't play with the effort that you knew that you know that you need to get to. You know it deep down. Your coaches know it deep down. Your mama in the stands, your daddy in the stands, your grandmammy in the stands, your grandpappy with no teeth in the stands. Everybody knows that you are not playing up to your ability. Well, Blake, what about the what about Madhouse and the play calling? I agree with you. That has nothing to do with having a blown coverage. That has nothing to do with getting spinned around like a top on an out route. Guys, out routes, I mean, you're playing bump and run man-to-man coverage. Why are you opening your hips that early to the field when he's eight yards and he's going out? After 12, 14 yards is when you should open your hips, when he's lining up with you. He's not even close there. You don't know if he's going to run a hitch, an out, an in, a slant. You don't know. That's basic, fundamental stuff. And I never played the position. Newsflash. I've never played corner in my life. But have been around coaches, have been on teams, have been in meetings, coaching clinics. Time that I spent... On myself, knowing I if I wanted to do this show, if I want to do pop, I got to learn more. That's basic, fundamental stuff. Pride. You know, and I know, and everybody knows that you have dudes on this team and this defense that have the ability. Now. Here's where I will go to the coaches. You got to show just as much pride. If the, the the excuse that I've heard or felt like I've heard over the last couple of weeks is that, well, they don't know my defense. Well, two things about that. Number one, if they don't know your defense after two years, maybe you're not teaching it right. Or you're not able to get to that player, okay, and teach them in the right way to where they know what they need to line up and do. That's on you. Them not knowing the defense falls on nobody but yourself. Nobody. They are 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids. You got to get through to them. If your defense is not working, you have to look in the mirror and make changes for yourself. You have to simplify. It's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. If your team can't run dual coverage... If your team doesn't know where to line up, that is on you. You can't be getting lost in man-to-man coverage. I will tell you why. If you do that here this weekend, that, listen, you can think Billy Napier about think anything you want about Billy Napier. It you're gonna make Billy Napier look like the second coming of of Kyle Shanahan, like the second coming of the West Coast offense. Because if you are not disciplined, they gonna kick your ass. Number two, I have no idea why I'm saying number two. None, because I know it's not gonna happen. But it doesn't change the fact that this has to happen. Last week, Brian Kelly said that we thought that our front four would be disciplined enough to get after Graham Mertz. Clearly, that wasn't true. Clearly, it wasn't true, and you didn't change anything. Last week, uh, this time last week, literally a week ago, 
I said you have to, if you can't get home with four, you're going to have to bring pressure on Jalen Milrow. If you do, you will win because he does not do well with identifying where the blitz is coming from. The four four times that you sent blitzes on passing downs, you got two sacks. You're going to have to do that with Graham Mertz. If there's one area that, guys, I'm talking about is absolute dookie cheeks. I'm talking about horrible. I'm talking about Bourbon Street sewer water. They have not been good at all at protecting the quarterback. He holds on to the ball too long, and they have not had the ability to be able to pass protect well enough as a unit for Mertz to always make great decisions. Everybody's like, oh, Graham Mertz is a dink and dunk quarterback. Yeah, you want to know why he's a dink and dunk quarterback? Because he's getting his ass kicked. And he's seeing ghosts out there. But just so happens he's... 75% completion percentage while he's seeing ghosts. You have to. Like, you can't be South Carolina. South Carolina has a worse defense. Believe it or not, there's a team in the SEC that has a worse defense than you. They're called South Carolina. And they sat back in coverage all the live long day. And Graham Mertz's best game as a quarterback in his life had 420-plus passing yards and four touchdowns. Led Florida all the way back to a victory. You cannot just sit back passive on your hands and let let him do whatever he wants. If you do that, guys, I promise you, I'm not going to say you're going to get beat because I think Billy Napier could, you know, Billy Napier could mess up a wet dream sometimes offensively, right? Like he could, he can mess it up. And I think that him be, you know, him calling plays is going to be a reason why in death Valley on Saturday night, that you will have some success. If you are not sending pressure after Graham Mertz, they're going to put points and yards up on your ass. And they're going to want to throw the football a lot because we talk about ATN. We should. We talk about Montrell Johnson. We should. They are two really good running backs. Guys, they are one of the worst teams in the SEC in rushing yards a game. They are one of the worst teams in the country in uh, uh, yards per rush. They are 86th in the country in total rushing yards per game. Everybody thinks that Billy Napier wants to come in here and run the ball, and he does. He It is. But when he hasn't had success, you've seen Graham Mertz. I, I'm pretty sure I should have written this down. I think it's three games, maybe four, where he has over 40 passing attempts. A lot of that has to do with him being da- – Florida being down in the game. Yes, I will admit. But Billy is going – Billy will throw the football with a guy like Mertz. Please change something up. If you got to change up personnel, change personnel for crying out loud. What is it going to hurt? I will tell you this. I can live with personally. Now, I don't know how any of you feel. But you have two converted safety playing boundary, safeties playing boundary corner. I can live with them throwing the ball on Sage Ryan and Javian Toviano, who are safeties. I can live with it. What I cannot live with, and maybe this is because I played a lo- uh, on the line of scrimmage my entire life, I cannot stand when teams are too passive. Put in Whit Weeks. Do something creative with him. Figure out a role that he can play. Deshaun Womack. If all he can do is rush the passer, I promise you he's better than Ovi Agofu. I promise you. So is Braden Swenson. 
Like you, Brian Kelly talked about that we did this long during the bye week. We did this long self scouting. Where did you do that at? Where did you do that at? I hadn't seen it. At least not defensively. I think you did some some things offensively that I thought were new wrinkles that I really liked. The deep dig route to Kyron Lacey because you wanted to play off of a freshman safety that would play aggressive there at the half. That's I don't want to say it's new, but the formation that you ran it out of, that was new. That was 1,000% new. And you scored on it. And Jaden was lighting it up. Please, God, change something. Do something different. If you just, again, it's like, I want to be careful here. (laughs) Do not take this the wrong way. But everybody knows the bully that used to be at school, right? And it seems like every offense that this LSU defense plays, they're the bully. And that bully is going to always come up and hit you in the face, punk, mess with you, punk with you, just hit you and do take your lunch money, whatever. The only way to make that bully stop from picking on you and bullying you and punching you is even if he whips your ass, you got to rear back and punch that son bitch right in the nose. Like Zerks, like uh, Leonidas said on 300, even a God King can bleed. Like, come on, man. Like, come on. Like, again, I can live with your secondary who's gotten four safeties playing. I can live with Graham Mertz eating you, uh, just eating you alive. I can live with it because I know that you're not going to be that bad next year. All right. Number three, Jane Daniels. It was announced today from Brian Kelly that he is going to be probable for this game. Number three. Everybody around Jaden, which they have been, and this we usually just give one offensive thing a week, and it's probably going to be the same here. Um, my first reaction is do all things possible to keep Jaden on his feet and, and, and healthy, and you're going to have to do that. How do you do that early and throughout the entire game? Quick passes, quick little screens, bubble screens, running the football effectively. Logan Diggs appears he may or he look from it, what it seems like with Brian Kelly, Logan Diggs might be a game time decision. That means that Josh Williams, Caleb Jackson, Noah Kane, John Emery, all of them, O line, everybody's got to be better around Jane Daniels. Now, I don't know how you get better than being the number one offense in the country, but you can be. You can be. And this man is putting everything on the line. Be better for him. Because you know what? He took that hit, wanted to come back in, wanted to lay it all on the line. Dude, Jane literally just, I mean, I can't speak highly of that kid. Running the foot, I don't know if the game plan early would change regardless if Jane or Nuss were in the game. Let me explain why. Because you need to establish a very strong running game early. Because I would be cautious of running Jaden at all. The only time that Jaden needs to be running in this game is if he's flustered, needs to get out of the pocket, and either he needs to throw it away, take a couple of yards, get out of bounds, or get down. Don't let him hit you. Like at the end of the at the end of the game, I hope that his jersey is as white, you know, because they're they're gonna wear the white jerseys. I hope his jersey ain't got no grass stains on them. But you, LSU's got a plan for Garrett Nussmeyer, and I'm gonna tell you what it is. They are gonna simplify things, okay, early, and they would let him rip it. Now, the key in this game, the the number one key, regardless of what quarterback plays, you're gonna have to run the football at a high clip. 
because one quarterback you is coming off concussion protocol, you don't want him to get hurt again. The way that you limit a very big pass rush, which they're not good at, they're not good there either. Okay, they're like I think uh, in the hundreds and, and total sacks on the year. But the way that you limit that, run some draws, run some screens, have a very good attack on the ground, and I think you take this team to town. They're not good in the interior. They're not. Guys, I told you last week that this team in the interior can be pushed around. You remember last week when Logan Diggs and, and Josh Williams got some carries and they were they would push the pile? I told you that interior of that defensive line for Alabama was not good enough. They're still not. Josh Williams had a touchdown run. He ran right into the middle and was able to bust out, bust outside and get a touchdown. Used to against Alabama, if you try to run into the teeth of the defense, exactly what Georgia is doing is what would happen. Run the football in an effective clip. I think that you – look, I think you can make this a two-score game. Because I think Billy is going to mess something up down the road that will prohibit him um, from. I just I, I think Billy's Billy thinks he's a good play caller and he can call plays pretty well there, especially in the red zone. But we'll tell you why I think Billy is do, like absolutely dookie water. All right, at times calling plays, and I, look, I feel good about this game and much better. With JD5 playing. All right, number four. Actually, I put three and four together because I said everybody around Jaden and running the ball. Yeah, so that that's three and four. Number five. So just to clarify, number three was I don't know if the game plan changes. You need to run the football. And then number four was everybody around you, O-line, wide receivers, everybody's got to be better for him. But number five, and the last thing, guys, Florida is horrible. Like a dookie water, dookie splash. They are so bad on third down offensively. Guys, they are converting 35% on third down. Billy is not good in that area. This team is not good on that in that area. Neither are you. Something's got to give. Either you're going to make them look really good or they're going to or you're going to actually stand up for a change. <sighs> Auburn was also bad on third down, but this offense is better than Auburn's by leaps and bounds. They got guys like Ricky Pearsall, the Wilson kid, they got the two backs for whatever reason. Billy overcomplicates things on third down. Okay? He he always does. I agree. And number five, like, look, Brian Kelly said we got to keep them in third and long. Well, you kept Alabama in third and long, and it didn't work. This defense didn't have success on, on first and second down. A lot of times last week. Please, God, just don't sit on your hands. They are not good, okay? You're going to – at some point, you've got to get off the field. Like, if Florida walks 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 their happy ass into Tiger Stadium and is able to do something that they have not been able to do all year, like, if they go – 75% or better on third down. It's a fireball offense to me. I've just watched Billy call plays on third down. He is abysmal at it. Abysmal. If I'm not mistaken, they are the number 100 team in the country on third down, 35.8%. If you can't, like, it's a fireball offense to me, man. Like, if they come in here and convert 75% on third down, that, that just means that you're, you're ass and you have no idea what you're doing. Also, biggest key, two biggest keys to me in this one. Mike Denbrock is going up against a very young defensive coordinator. 
okay? I do think that this will happen, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think Denbrock's going to show some things maybe he didn't show. And, you know, like maybe some things that you couldn't run against Alabama because their defense was good. I would not be surprised if you saw some new early wrinkles offensively. The old, wise, and experienced OC taking it to the young buck. And look, Denbrock's, uh, you know, I, I keep hearing his name come up. You know, I had a call from Michigan State again today from people that cover that team. Like, hey, tell me about Mike Denbrock again. <laughs> well, I, you know what I tell him? He's ass. You can't have him. Gerard, dude, I'm going to start saving and bookmarking all of your comments. Who cares what he does against Florida? What who does against Florida? He says, Matt House cannot save his job anymore, Blake. He's already fired. Oh, I didn't say he could save his job. Where did you come up with that? Ivan says, number one key to success, freaking blitz. I agree. Well, that's not my number one. My number one's prod. Show, like you, show that you want something. Stephen Young says, yes, Pruitt can come back as a DC. He's got a... He's got the year-long suspension. I mean, he could. I don't think him and Brian Kelly mesh well. Now, let me just say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. I want a D.C. that can recruit. Dave Aranda, Durante Jones, Bo Pelini, Matt House. I want somebody that can come in here and call some plays and can recruit. That's. Uh, I want somebody ain't scared. I want somebody, dude. Let me tell y'all something, okay. I'm not gonna say the player, all right, or the recruit. About a month ago, um, I was talking to two recruits, and both are committed to LSU, and I said, "Listen, man, you know, like." Are other teams just not calling y'all? You know, one of them said, yeah, that, you know, that, that teams were. The other one said, no, not really. And I said, well, you know, why? And both of them in their own way said, because they don't have a defense because Mike Denbrock's the OC. <laughs> I was like, fair enough. Fair enough. And, and look, dude, Denbrock recruits his ass off. Denbrock knows that you got to have dudes, right? Like he he gets it. I if if you were to ever move on, I want somebody that actually recruits. I don't want somebody in a bowl game against Purdue when you should be out recruiting. Wants to break down film to scheme against Purdue who doesn't it like, bro. You could run man to man base coverage and you were going to blow them out. Like, go recruit. Jim Leonard's name comes up a couple of these. Uh, Jim Leonard or Randis says, Paul Sub Leonard uh, can also coach DBs. I just want somebody that can come in here and call plays and, and recruit. It's all I want. Like, I, I don't think it's that difficult. Uh, Mitch says, Thurn Chavis is probably available. He's at a uh, he's at a middle school, uh, I think, or he might have retired. Mac Daddy says, I want Blake Rafino at D.C., LOL. No, you don't. No, you do not. You know who another guy that's out there, and I, I brought his name up a couple of weeks ago. I like Chavis Jackson. Not, I'm not saying as a D, as a DC, but a guy that I think that can make the staff a lot, uh, staff and team a lot better. But I'm not going to talk about dudes that I would want. I I, I don't think I'm not going to do that until the day that if or when Mount House either moves on or is fired. I'm not doing that. I, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Can you send that to me on Twitter, please? 
I'm going on some Florida show after this. So, <laughs> all right, I do got to get out of here because I got to go over there. We'll see y'all Saturday night. Hopefully in a win. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.